You see me in these pleasant surroundings, safe, secure. But am I really? Are you? There's a side of life we tend to ignore, the world of humans so callous, so degraded, they are worse than animals. My new picture, Lady in a Cage, explores that world. It's a strong picture with a terrifying theme which affects us all. That's why I urge adult, responsible people to see Lady in a Cage. You will be shocked. You will be terrified and fascinated. So I caution you, do not see it alone. See Lady in a Cage with somebody you can hold on to for dear life. The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. The views and opinions expressed in the commentaries and or interviews in the following program are solely those of the individuals and are not views of Poppy Chulo Radio, its parent, affiliate, or subsidiary companies. to Summer Camp, a PoppyChuloRadio.com original series, Poppy Chulo Radio, pop culture on demand. I am your host and camp owner, Jeffrey Aruz. Tonight on Summer Camp, we're going to explore some of Hollywood's campiest flicks, fan favorite films, and cult classic motion pictures. Please welcome my co-hosts, theater and drama specialist, Legionnaire. He who unleashes the terror reaps the terror. Yes, so dramatic. I love it. I thought you were going to say, I, I'm a woman in a, in a, in a small service elevator. <laughs> I almost did that one. Okay, good. You can save it for the end. Surprise me, because I'll forget. All right. Wellness coach, a Sade. Oh, that's, that's her freedom song. That's when she went crazy because she wanted out. Yes. Look at you speaking French. I like that. Oh. Um, no? Un petit peu. Uh, not a little, little bit. Oh. Just a little bit. Okay, all right. I made my way through France with a dead phone. So I oh. figured... D'accord, d'accord. D'accord, yes. We, oui, mademoiselle. I understand a little bit. Yes, fantastic. I read it better than I speak it, though. Oh, okay. It and physical fitness director Parker James. Please! <laughs> please! Please! Yeah, please or police. We'll never know. And that's all we needed for the whole movie. Fantastic. <laughs> All right, my people. As you already know, tonight's double feature is all about hagsploitation. So to conclude our night, <laughs> don't get in that elevator. It's time to fire up the film projector so that we can discuss 1964's Lady in a Cage. Here's the official synopsis of the film. A woman trapped in a home elevator is terrorized by a group of vicious hoodlums. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. 
So the big question. Mm-hmm. Have any of y'all seen this ridiculously titled movie? 1964's Lady in a Cage. Let's start off with Legionnaire. Appropriately titled movie. It is appropriate, but it's still it's a ridiculous title. Legionnaire, had you ever seen 1964's Lady in a Cage before? I have not seen The Lady in the Cage before. All right. Sade, have you ever seen Lady in a Cage before? No, sir. <laughs> okay. Ann Parker? Um, I think I was probably probably seven or eight. Um, I don't remember who she was facing, but it was China, and she was um. She oh, was you saw in, that type of woman in the cage. She was facing someone in in the cage. She won. She won the match. But I don't remember. Oh, you mean the movie though? I, I have seen a woman in a cage. <laughs> well, you know, if you go to the nightclub. I mean, if we're talking about women you know. in cages, I have been a woman in the cage. Oh, so, tell us more. Really? I will. <laughs> I do want to hear the story. Person. But I feel no, like... I dated a blind person oh. and they were into all kinds of wild shit. And there's this place in Florida that you can go if you're into wild shit and they'll put you in a cage mm. and basically you set the rules of what they can do while mm. you're in that cage. Right. But you can reach through the cage. Shout out mm. to like, the blind person that was okay. dating Sade. It was lit. Yeah, it was lit. That's when my life started to change into a cold one. Yeah, it was oh. fun. But I've been in a cage. Hashtag ambisextrous. Mm-hmm. I liked that little side note All we right. went on. It was good. Yeah. But, but back to the question. About that in the off record, but I've been in the cage and it's a good time. All right. She was not mm-hmm. having a good time, though. Oh. Keep that in the podcast, please. Keep oh, yeah, no, podcast, it will. But, but back good. to the question at hand, Parker, yes or no? Oh, that's a no. It's a solid okay. no. <laughs> and I had never seen it before, but I had heard of it because there was a little TV show on a couple of years ago called Feud. Betty and Joan, that was all about uh, the feud between Betty Davis and Joan Crawford. And there was a little section, I believe Catherine Zeta-Jones played Olivia de Havilland. And uh, they talked about, you know, exploitation because, uh, because of whatever happened to Baby Jane starring Joan and Betty. That sort of is, is what uh, jump-started the exploitation genre. And so they mentioned Lady in a Cage. It always sounded like a ridiculous movie. So it was like, Summer Camp enjoys ridiculous movies. So Enjoy. here you go. You're welcome, America and Canada, too. So let's talk about the cast. We've got Olivia de Havilland in it as the headliner. We have James Caan in his first role ever. Yes, he had a small uh, uncredited role in another movie, but this was his first like role role where he actually talks and you know chew the scenery and that sort of thing. Um, Hmm. The only other people that I recognized Anne Southern as Sade. And, of course, our friend, Scatman Crothers. Did anyone else recognize anybody? I'm not asking Sade because she doesn't recognize anybody. But um, everybody else. I don't know who these people are. I know. I, know. I, um, I did recognize Scatman Crothers. Yes. You didn't recognize Ann Southern? No, not well, not at first. Okay. She kept on calling herself plump throughout the whole movie, which I found that kind of disturbing. I mean, she wasn't like, you know, Zoftig or something. She I literally only just had a good meal. Like, she just had a good meal, yes. 
was like, poor Anne Southern. They're making her call herself plump throughout this whole damn movie. Okay, so... Mrs. Cornelia Hilliard. What did we think of her? The most? The most. <laughs> I mean, she was just a mother, you know, trying to have breakfast, right? Mm-mm. She was doing too much. Here, have some orange juice, son. I read this thing, this thing, and blah, 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 orange juice, and then your heart rate. Bitch, if you don't just let this child go away on his own. Like, she was... Mm-hmm. Um, she, yeah. she started out doing a lot. She did. That, mm, she was She was never normal. She was never normal. <laughs> oh, okay. Aww. She just wanted breakfast. She wanted <laughs> to go back up to her room. I'm going to need her to walk downstairs. Like, it's... I mean, I know she hurt her hip, so you need to sleep on the bottom floor then, sweetheart. Oh. Like, <laughs> That's what common sense says, but... But she she broke her hip in April, and it's now July 4th. She <laughs> can still be sleeping on the bottom floor. Like, oh, right? damn. All right. Okay, okay. She I feel no you. no common sense. I feel but... you. I feel you. What did we think of Malcolm Hilliard? Was he done? He was a homo. You think he was? Without question. Without question. What were the Without context clues for you? Uh, he was still around his mother too long. Um, he was in his 30s. It was rough. Oh, I thought mother. he was 40. It was a possibility that he was a homo. So I'm going to go with more than likely he was. He also had really good, like, borderline, not super masculine for that time, sunglasses. So, yeah, homo. Also, he did know how to drive for that time. So, oh, okay. So those are all the context clues for the 60s Correct. that he was a homosexual. Correct. Absolutely. He was. Legionnaire, would you co-sign that he was a homosexual? Um, yes. Okay. <laughs> for all the same reasons. He was, he was the gay. Um... <laughs> Alright, for all the same reasons Parker gave. I would say yes, absolutely. Alright, alright. Bam. Damn, that's two. We got a third? Come on, Sade. Go ahead. Oh, well, yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay, good. I'm not about to be a contrary one. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, all right. And he was done, right? He was D-U-N done with Cornelia and her shenanigans. From the get. The moment that note said, darling, he was like, darling, I'm gone. Like, this child, he did not want to be there anymore. Mm-mm. All he wanted was is what was half of the safe. We never saw the safe. How much money do we think is in the safe? I'm pretty sure it was empty, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing in the safe. Wasn't it empty? Isn't that what they said, actually, that it was actually empty? <laughs> no, 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 we never saw the safe. I thought you was... Yeah, but there was a lot of disappointment happening. There was a lot of disappointment happening. pretty sure it was empty. I think the safe was full. Legionnaire, what do you think was in the safe? Full of air. Um... I don't know what was in the safe, and I don't know that I really cared all that much. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. Ran out of you, give a damn about it. Yeah. All <laughs> right. All right. All right. So, oh Lord, continue. Talking about giving a damn. <laughs> what the hell was up with that opening? Period. We have. <laughs> 
the little black girl rolling her roller skates on a homeless man's bare leg. We've got a couple who are about to fuck. And because we keep on getting (laughs) shots of the house that we're going to be in throughout the whole whole movie, we know what time it is. It's like 9 o'clock in the morning. So they're ready to fuck at 9 o'clock in the morning (laughs) with no tints on the window. There were like no tints on the window. Like people can watch them have sex. I was confused by that. There was a dead dog in the road. What the hell was this opening? It was, I was immediately aghast. The moment I saw that little girl, I was like, not the rollerblades on. on, You got to disinfect those rollerblades. I'm just saying. Like, girl, what are you even doing? Right. The moment I saw that, I was like, okay, so this is definitely in an alternate reality because that little girl. I'm sorry, but she is black. She wouldn't be there right then. And um, this was... Mm, so... Who is your mother? Right. Right. Like, what is... Why was she alone in the streets of this white neighborhood? <laughs> At 9 o'clock in the morning. Right? Like, girl, go somewhere else. But... And why are the homeless out at 9 o'clock in the morning? Like, in the, why? the streets? Like, I don't know. I'm not to shame homeless people. It was the 4th of okay, July. Okay, it was the 4th of July. Okay. Shenanigans. Shenanigans ensued, yes. But the whole opening was very strange to me. The music was strange. The freeze framing was strange. The people fucking in the car at 9 o'clock in the morning. And very aggressively, let's say. They were getting it. Right, Sade? They were getting it in. It was a very aggressive like sex. Thing for people to be having sex that time in the morning without the um, coverage. Yes, <laughs> at, in the car at nine a.m. Aggressive sex on the Fourth of July. I well, don't think Ben Franklin died for this. Happy I holiday. think he actually did. Oh, okay, good. Typically. Yeah, but what that was. That it was. I said specifically. That's exactly what he died for. Yeah, makes the fireworks worth it. Make the mm-hmm. flowers worth it. It was, but very, the whole the entrance was. It made like as I watched the rest of the movie because unfortunately I did watch the rest of the movie. Well, yeah. Um, the whole theme was nobody really gives a fuck. So, that was the only thing that I could think of. Yes, I'm glad that you mentioned that, um, mm-hmm. Parker, because it seemed like the opening, nobody giving a fuck about anything in the opening, is the theme of the movie. Period. Because nobody gave a fuck about Cornelia. Let's be real. No, nobody did. Zero. Like, they, she was crawling no. on the sidewalk in front of her house with not... It wasn't even an empty street where I could get, you know, people ignoring on an empty street. There were cars always passing by that. She lived on a main avenue where mm-hmm. cars were passing all the damn motherfucking time. And nobody Police. gave three shits about her. And she didn't even give three shits about herself because she said, mm-hmm. I don't listen to the when there are emergency alarms. And you know what? Maybe I'll change my mind for a couple of days. And then she was like, there was like apathy in this movie. And maybe that was, that's what encompasses the 60s. Apathy? Mm. Not that I'm trying to find a deep meaning. But I mean, maybe there was a deep meaning. There was an attempt for a deep meaning. Yes. Mm. It was unfortunate. All right. Well, we got the the deep meaning out of the way. So let's get into the, this. So... The power goes out just a little bit. I mean, I was very confused by the whole electricity thing. 60s. It's the 60s. 60s, so I'll just go with it. 
Because some of the power was working, but some of it wasn't. It was very weird. But the power goes out. She's going up. Can I just say this? Because this is the one thing that bugged me about the whole fucking movie. (laughs) As if there's only one thing. But this was the main thing that bugged me. She was up in the elevator. She was up maybe three-fourths of a floor. Because we saw them use the stepladder, and that was, what, maybe two feet, and he could reach it? If she were to have gone down that elevator, if she would have opened the door without screaming, without the bell ringing so that no one would have shown up, if she would have just opened the door, and if she would have, instead of the way that she was trying to do it, which is she was with her back, uh, with her... On with the her, ground, sliding out like she was completely intoxicated. Yes. Like... <laughs> if she would have done it where she was facing the elevator, and she would have been hanging... I think she would have landed on her butt, and she would have been okay. Yeah, but she was old, dramatic, and she was beginning. Old, dramatic. Son was about to kill himself to get away from her. Old, dramatic. That is a good description. But I'm just like she was, and I know that they tried to do us cam like camera angles to make it seem like she was like three stories up in the air. She was (laughs) three fourths of a floor up in the air. And she couldn't get down by herself. Lazy. Lazy. She it's is an entitled white woman. Mm-hmm. The cockhead. We know with the cockhead. Cockacity. Because yeah. she could have done that by herself. She was so fucking dramatic. Like, oh my god, I need to answer the phone. And oh my god, and I need to ring. And oh my god, who are you? I was like, oh my god, bitch, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> she was the worst. The worst, the worst, the worst. Now let's talk about drunk George Brady. Mm. Repent! Uh, the wino, um, the wino who was lustful but person. wanted to repent. Yes. All the the old Brady Brady Jr. Was... What? George Brady Jr. Oh. George L. Brady, right? Jr. Mm-hmm. It was an L. There was an L for loser. Mm-hmm. Damn. Let's talk about this man. He wanted the cooking sherry, but then he wanted the good stuff. But then he wanted the toaster. But then he Can saw the little figurines. Can imagine a rich person's house talking about, I'm going to take the cooking sherry. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then I he saw the... Cut. I want the cooking sherry. What I didn't understand is he saw the figurines, and they were not even sexual figurines, but they somehow triggered him. Repent! Repent. <laughs> Repent. I didn't get it at all. Um, can I just tell you, if I were Cornelia, after this whole ordeal, I would just sell the house. Like, I could not get into my bed. I could not take a shower. Like, I could not touch anything. Like, I would just burn the house down and rebuild. Yeah. Mm. It's not a place you want to live at that point. You just don't, you don't even want to touch anything. Mm-mm. No. Well, she's alone now. She might as well just get herself a little apartment. A condo, yeah. There has been her son. 6,000 cats. And there there you go. Son's no, because he wasn't going to return until Tuesday. This all happened yeah, within the span of that, right? 24 hours. Yeah, we don't know if he's alive or dead. We also don't know where Nellie is. She must be out there with the country grammar or something. Like, I was with her Air Stop Force it. Ones. Stop it. Because <laughs> I was so... Nellie was supposed to show up, but Nellie didn't show up. No. She's with the St. Lunatics or something. Mm -mm. She's probably on that Florida Georgia line. I don't know where she is. Yes. 
She's that going just... down, down, baby. You're sweet stop enough. It. She stop was doing it. something, but she never showed up. Getting too hot in there. Damn, stop it. Why I know that's why Nelly couldn't show up. Poor Shit. Nelly. <laughs> clearly. Clearly, clearly. All right, let's talk about Sade. Because initially when I saw the name, I thought it was going to be Sadie. But yeah. it's just Sade. I thought it was going to be Sade. Or Sade. Or, it would be funny if it was Sade. <laughs> Could you imagine? But can I say, I loved Sade. Because Sade was a down-ass chick. She was a hustler, right, Sade? She was a pain in the ass. She was a <laughs> she was not a pain in the ass. She was a hustler. She, woke up drunk. she, she woke was up looking for gold. She's a recovered alcoholic. She was looking for the gold. She knew about the gold. She had heard about these gold cups. But, you know, she had heard about the silver ones. But she, had, mm-hmm. she just she found out about the gold, gold ones. She looked at the gold like it was magic. She was looking at the gold like it was magic. The gold. She really, she wanted to go to Paris, right? No, 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 that was, uh, Cornelia was talking about Paris. Where did she want, where did uh, Sade want to go? She just wanted a better life. Yeah. For herself. You know? Only herself, but she was selfish. You can't be mad at Sade. Mm She's a hustler, I guess. She was a hustler. She used to run tricks, but she doesn't do that anymore, remember? Shut up. We all grow. We all grow, you know? (laughs) (laughs) And so... I, I, it, and she got locked in the closet, and we have no idea where she, where she is. She got locked in the wine closet. Yeah. So she's the only one she that survived. She locked herself in the wine closet. No, no, no. She shut the door, and then um, James Kahn locked her in it. Mm. She was like, we'll deal with her later. And then they never dealt with oh. her. So she's alive. And uh, oh. she's the only one that survived. Oh, no. Well, the other ones went to jail, but you know what I'm saying. Speaking of the other ones, before we get to Randall, let's talk about Essie. Mm. Essie was messy. Essie was a hot messy. She was messy. No, Essie Essie is uh, the Latinx man. Okay. Messy. Still messy. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know still why messy. They didn't change it. Still a bit messy. No, you didn't. Yeah, because they were both psychopathic. They were all kind of psychopathic. Mm-hmm. They all had their ticky boom booms. Mm-hmm. Except for they were all running around like lunatics. Except for Sade. Sade. While this lady was in a cage. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm and clearly, well, and Essie wanted Elaine. You yeah. can want everything he wants, but I mean, you didn't get it because clearly no, he did. Because clearly Elaine was in it with Randall. Yes, let's mm. talk about Elaine. What do we think of Elaine? Distraught. Mm. She was a hot mess. <laughs> yes. Oh, that makeup was never there. Her makeup is terrible. Like she and was that. just. What about when she found the dress though, and she dressed herself? She was feeling it in her dress, though. I'll tell you that. <laughs> she, she was. was. She's feeling she was fancy as fuck in that dress. Fancy as fuck. Mm-hmm. She's getting her zhuzh, for you sure. Could. She got yassified. Mm-hmm. I don't know about all that. But, okay. um, in her mind, it's the, it's the yasses that she would ever be. Yes. 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 All right. And Randall Simpson O'Connell. <clears throat> Burping up everywhere. Lunatic. He, was, he had a hairy chest. He had a whole had, bunch of hair. He had a hairy chest. He had a hairy arm. He had a hairy leg. He was just... 
He was just dripping in hair. He was indeed. He was bearish. I don't, and I feel like it was red hair too. I'm just because it was black and white, I couldn't see it. But I just feel like it was red. Oh, okay, that's what you use in your fantasies. I wasn't a fantasy. I was just oh. getting a red vibe from it. Oh, so okay. If, the, right. if this ever comes into a fantasy in mind, just believe I'm probably in a cage somewhere. Oh, <laughs> like Shadé. It's gotten very dismal. In Cornelia. If this is the fantasy material. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's very I'm like, on my last rope. I'm like, all right, I've done, done everything I could. I already dropped my, my stick. I can't answer the phone now. So Seems I'm just going to have a fantasy about this. I can't. I can't. I can't. You will have been put in the cage. Thing I can't. Very bleak. Can we all <laughs> agree that Randall and Elaine fucked in that bathroom? Yes, without question. Okay. Oh, yeah. And Essie wanted, but he didn't. Yeah, he beat her up and then beat her down. He beat her up, beat her down. Yeah. Uh, what do we think of Essie with the makeup on his face that all of a sudden disappeared when he left the house? That. Mm. Mm. That was there was a lot. Right? There was a lot of makeup things going on, like the, um, the wino. Like his face went from droopy drabity droopita goobita. All the way to Yippy Yupaka, and then back to Droopy Drabby Droopy Goopada. Well, I think the Droopy Drabby Droopy Droopada was because, remember, he got, what was that? It looked like he got a blender to the face. I don't know what that contraption was. I, it just it just was not, I don't know. What was, was that lot. contraption? That they, they were swinging around? Was a it a lamp? I think it was, it was a lamp. lamp. Oh, it was a lamp. lamp. He got a lamp yeah. straight to the face. It was, and he was, it was blind, remember? There was a lot. There was a lot going on. Yeah, there just, was a lot going on. The the makeup effects were just not there. I just I was very confused. Very yes, confused. yes, I agree. What did we think of Randall? How he taunted Cornelia in the cage? Rude. He was very rude. <laughs> you <all> said rude. <laughs> <laughs> He had no respect for her. He really didn't. <laughs> he just didn't care. He just he just wanted to make her life a living hell, so that's what he did. Because she um, was like, y'all can take everything. Just let me out the cage. Just let me out of this cage. I got to win my next match. I mean, it was, just, <laughs> <laughs> it was just too much for me to handle. Why was he just taunting her? He should have just, just snapped her neck. I mean, I don't know. I don't right. They, they should have just killed her and taken everything and been done with it. Well, like, no, because they were worried about the hot, hot chair. But then they didn't they care at the end. They could escape the hot, hot chair. That was already coming when you didn't left this lady in the cage to weather <laughs> to death because she's going to starve and you're wrecking through the house. Like, it's only been a, lot of a couple hours. Shade. She, she was wasn't going to starve. Was, she was delirious. You don't she know really her life. Well, I think it's the, was the heat, right? Because she didn't have any power. So, you know, the AC wasn't working. So she, she was, was very weak. She was she very weak. She was very weak. She was a weak lady, wasn't she? Yes, she the was. Way she, Quite the, way she, the way she landed on that step stool, I just lost my shit. Oh, she landed <laughs> like a ton of bricks. Can I rewind and fast forward right quick? Let's rewind and fast forward, yes. Was there an Oedipus-y kind of a thing going? Because their relationship, I had to pay attention in the beginning to make sure they weren't a couple. The yes. Son. It was very oedipus It was very it was. incest-y. Yes. Oedipus. That's another reason why I knew homo. That's another reason. Uh, okay. All right. That's and why. now we're fast forwarding to where? Oh, no. That was the rewind. That was the, like, 
after she started having her delirious delusions about him and then in the beginning. It was just, it was stuck through the movie, but it was always kind of an inappropriate dynamic, it seemed to me. You know? I know, mm-hmm. yeah. No, mm-hmm. it was, it was yeah. inappropriate. It was, it was very inappropriate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought I was making it up because ain't nobody mentioned it, but I'm pretty sure I saw that. No, you saw it. You should, okay. It was you there. Okay. It was unfortunately there. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. All right, so let's talk about how the fact that she made shivs, and she was all up into it. She was like, I'm gotcha! Bang! Mm-hmm. And they bent. How did she not know they wouldn't bend? Like, is she a dummy? Okay, that was a, that was a rhetorical question. Yes. So, going on to the next next statement. Like, like, ho, come on now. Did she? Did she want to live? I don't know. But I she got choked out. She just. Mm, There's a lot mm. of choking in the '60s. That's what they did. They didn't know how to use any other like weapons, so choking was the way to go. Like guns aren't really a thing, so you're like, you know, I'm just gonna choke a bitch. Does Wayne Brady have to choke a bitch? Like. It's just it was it was the thing to do, you know. That's okay, how people... that makes sense. Okay, makes sense. Makes sense. I like it. Okay, and so I know we briefly mentioned it, but any thoughts from the rest of you of like when she finally jumps out of the elevator? <laughs> Shade. No. No. Last <laughs> shorter. <laughs> She's done that the first time, but she had to do it the way right. that I was saying it. You can't do it facing out. You have to face in, and then you hang, and then you lightly you drop. You drop like a normal fucking person. Because <laughs> you're only three quarters of a floor up anyway. Mm-hmm. It's not even it's like a full story. She you know? was not trying to live. No. No. She was not. <laughs> she was <laughs> delirious, though. No... Stop it. She was not trying to live. She just threw herself out of that of that service elevator onto that step mm-hmm. stool. Like she was just going on a pike. Like she wanted that. If that were a pike, she was throwing herself onto it on purpose. Like, I know. That, the way hurt. She just, that hurt mm. her titties. Yeah, I, I heard ribs break. I heard I heard boobs pop. Like oh. it was mm-hmm. it was a lot. And then she just landed. She just landed. And I was in tears the entire time. It was a lot. What about when she offered them 10 G's? And now that was a lot of money. (laughs) That was a lot of money. For the 60s. And they were really contemplating not taking the 10 G's. Stupid. Mm -hmm. You take those 10 G's and run. Right, Sade? I don't know why they didn't take it. Dude was, like, skeptical, but... Oh, uh, what's the name? The chick? Uh, no. El- Elaine. Elaine, yeah. She was thinking about it, and I think they should have took the $10,000 and got up one out of there, but instead they wanted to run around like a fucking minstrel show all through the house chasing each other. <laughs> like, goddamn, what's the, the Three Stooges? Like, boop! And then run, 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 run. And then, <laughs> the like, the lady was sitting in the chair, and the stabbing was happening behind her. They just wanted to be foolish, and they could have ended that shit and took $10,000 and been fine. Mm-hmm. Exactly. exactly. Well, they really couldn't have because Miss um, Miss Bird, she she already she said her words were, "Yes, I'll you can go with the bake with me. We'll go on Tuesday." And in her mind, when the things knows, open back up, well, you know, yeah, things got to open when her up. her son will be back there, when her son will be back around, so clearly yeah, they he was going to be dead by then. Oh, so, okay, 
over. Yeah, she didn't know that. She didn't know that at that time. She was not aware. She was just alive. I can't with some some female. But no, he was deceased. But um, do we think? Okay, do we think he really died? Yes. Really. Mm-hmm. He died, and he was he tried to call to see if she was okay with his bullshit, and she didn't answer. And he was like, "Oh, she about to be about this nonsense, and I have to literally <laughs> kill myself so that she understands." That's interesting. So you don't think he went to the cabin in the lake with his lover? Mm-hmm. I think he mm-hmm. killed himself because he was never going to be free of the grips of this old hag. Exploitation. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, I'm here for that. Um, I'm interesting, very interesting. Um, okay, did we think George L. Brady Jr. had to die? Yes, he did. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though, do die. you think there was like a little love between Sade and George L. Brady Jr.? Absolutely not. Oh, okay. It was opportunism. It was oh. Absolutely. Opportunist, yes. Those, Who was the words. opportunist? She was the opportunist. Yes. Yeah. Okay. He yeah. was he was shiftless and you know he was opportunistic by and large, but their dynamic was based on opportunism through him. Like okay. he was just mm-hmm. trying to you know make something happen. He's a fucking wino, uh, but she was like, you can stay around if you got the plug. Oh yes. Well, you know everyone needs a good plug. Right? I ain't mad at it, you know. Yeah, I ain't mad, no. Okay, now what, are the, what about the part where she escapes? Sade escapes, and she goes and she picks up all, like, the fancy shit and the fur coat because, you know, hey, you gotta live, right? But then she gets caught by Essie. How did she get caught? Why didn't she just run? Like, he did, it's not like he had a weapon that was really endangering her. Like, he could, well, he had a knife, right? Like a pocket run. knife. Bitch run. What's okay. he going to do? He's not going to throw it. He has never shown any adeptness to throwing. So she could have just ran and gotten away with her coat, and she could have been in another city. Well, let's be real. There were many moments where both George and Sade could have just punched Essie and Elaine, and they could have ran. Because I think the only one that had re- really any physical prowess is Randall, but he didn't even have a gun. You they can were just, outrun him, maybe. Or you throw, you were, throw George on him, and then Sade runs. Um, she would have done that. She should have done that. I don't know why she didn't do that. Like, what? Yeah, but she stayed, She survived, though. You know, she's she, in the wine closet. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Ain't that surviving? Yeah, like Destiny's <laughs> Child. She's a survivor. Stop it. Next question. Okay. Uh-oh. So... <laughs> All right, so we talked about them not accepting the 10 Gs, which is ridiculous. The other point that was ridiculous to me was when Randall was like, oh, we have to kill her because she's heard our voices. And I was like, in the 60s, did they have a voice lineup or something? Like where people, you know, (laughs) talked? Because usually the lineup is like you look at them and I'm like, oh, I've seen that face before. Like, oh, I, I heard that voice before. Like, I was just very confused. He She's heard our voice. We have to kill her. To play games. That's what he was doing. Reindeer games. Mm. Mm-hmm. What about Mr. Paul? Mr. Paul knew how to uh, handle Randall, Elaine, and Essie. Get those get brass knuckles. I don't get his entire storyline. Like, I mean, they show him. He's doing the exchange. He get he disappears. He's going off with his wife and his mother-in-law. Well, you know, because it's they, the Fourth of July. He's got dinner plans. 
Okay, but then they show, they call him, and then he, he tells her, say, tells him everything, and then they pan into him, they, like, zoom into his face, like, hmm, what am I going to do with this information? And then he never does anything. Like they, his, No, he, he does. Just, he goes and collects the stuff. I mean, does he, though? He does, and he beats up, well, his goons beat up um, three of them. Mm, I just don't get why he was a part of everything. I just don't, I don't like it. He's just Plus trying he, to make a buck. He had an eye patch on his glasses. That just he did have a weird glasses thing. I was very confused by that. Was it? Was Maybe it, it was yeah. in the. It was hip in the sixties. It was strange. I will never. will never know. We will we'll never know. know. Yes, Deidre's not here to tell us about the sixties. Damn. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we love you, Deidre. Okay. Um. What else? What else? Okay. So. So, Mr. Paul. And um, Scatman Crothers, because he didn't have a name in the movie. In, in the cast, uh, at least the list that I have, he's just called Junkyard Proprietor's Assistant. <laughs> How y'all do Scatman Crothers like that? <laughs> he's Hong Kong Fui. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Number one, um, what was it? Number one super spy, super guy, whatever, whatever. <laughs> Hong Kong Fui. Anywho. Uh, okay, so Cornelia does end up getting the upper hand, if you can believe it. Can you believe she stabbed Randall's eyes out? At least she did something right. Or stabbed him in. What is it that she stabbed? Because that was the thing that bent. So I guess it was sharp enough? I mean, for your eyes, anything sharp enough. Well, I guess, yeah. Yeah. So she blinded him. No comment? No okay. <laughs> Legionnaire, were you happy she blinded James Caan? It was ingenue It was It was a good moment. It was a good moment. After many dull moments, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. And uh, Essie and Elaine's reaction to that... I mean, they were just like, we're getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> they should have done that so long ago. They could have escaped. They could have They could have been long gone. Mm. Nobody in that city gave a fuck. They could have been long gone. No one did. But it wasn't until uh, Blind Randall got into a tussle with Cornelia on the sidewalk that he got thrown somehow into the street. And then he got his head crushed by the, <laughs> which I don't can't I don't know if I don't know the science, but it was like he had a flat tire for a head, <laughs> which maybe that used to happen in the sixties. I'll never know, but um, it was something. But Cornelia is alive. The police show up. Everyone is concerned. And then they're unconcerned almost immediately. I know. But they end up getting Essie and Elaine. The police get them. You know, because all you got to do is just pull a gun out. And they like, oh, no, a gun. <laughs> and um, they could have just driven. I mean, let's be real. I mean, they were in the car. But anyway, they <laughs> it's the 60s. You know, we, we, will, we will forgive their stupidity because they've been stupid throughout the whole damn movie. <laughs> Say it is in the closet. Um... 
Malcolm no longer is. <laughs> and um, and Cornelia's alive. Although clearly um shooketh. But she's very she started cracking up because the power came back on. And she all this did. happened over the course of three hours. No. Exactly. <laughs> is that how long this movie was? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it felt that long. Yes. Uh, we're going to get to that question for you later, Sade. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Was there anything that I missed? A tiny little moment that either of you would like to chat about? Can we talk about the blood on Cornelia's... Uh, um, Oh, when she was bleeding to death. Yes, <laughs> yes she was bleeding yes. to death. Oh no, 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 Sade was bleeding to death from her butt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which you know, I guess you can do. Um, but then she wasn't bleeding to death, which was I was happy because I like Sade. Uh, Cornelia, she kept on having weird blood stains on her knuckles. Um, yes. She yes. was used her ring as a screwdriver, which I guess can happen in the real world. Mm-hmm. With cubic zirconia, you can do whatever you want. There you go. And um, her makeup was fascinating the more hours she was in that thing. Mm. Makeup was terrible. Yes. And This uh, movie had to be rated R because there was a white woman in danger the entire movie. So that is, that's definitely an R rating for the 60s, right? It is. And um, whenever she listened to the radio, it was always bad news, which I thought was fascinating. <laughs> It's like, oh, it's the 4th of July, and, uh, you know, a dead body was found in the gutter. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Decapitated and naked. Yes. Oh, Jesus. Repent! <laughs> okay. Well, it's that time, y'all. Before we scream lights out, let's hand out some camp superlatives. Scream Queen. Freaking Monica. um in the cage, the lady that was in the cage. <laughs> the freaking lady in the cage. Cornelia. Cornelia was screaming. She was screaming for her life. Everything. I mean, wouldn't you scream here for your life if you were in a cage? I mean, didn't you scream for your life when you were in your cage? <laughs> oh, all right. Well, it's a different kind of scream. Mm. The diva. A notably better time than she was. Oh, okay. The diva, Essie. I think Essie was the deal. Yeah. The ingenue, Sade. Sade. Yeah. <laughs> the biggest douche. I was going to get up to Cornelia. Cornelia <laughs> found her way to open the door and to stab him in the eyes and to slide out the house. Oh, what? You were giving Cornelia an award? I like it. Why not? Feminist icon for Cornelia then? No. Feminist icon? No, I'd give that to Sade. Oh, okay, good. The biggest douche? The boy, the leader of the Rand- ring, the ring leader of the um, three rocks. Oh, Randall. Randall. Yes. All right. The see you next Tuesday, Malcolm. Because <laughs> <laughs> we didn't see him on Tuesday. Shut up right we did not now. see him. Damn, stop yourself. The by Felicia, Cornelia. <laughs> Malcolm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Malcolm. Special achievement in caucasity. Everybody, Everybody except for Essie. Yeah. And um, Scatman Crothers. <laughs> Special achievement in Karening. Cornelia. Cornelia. Definition. 
Jada Pinkett Smith Award for Excellence in Entanglement. <laughs> Randall, Elaine, and Essie. Yes. Mm. What kind of name is Essie? Or I don't know. He spoke Spanish confused. a couple times, but I'm not claiming him. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, let's see. The the Kill of the Night. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> oh, that head was up underneath that tie. I mean, I feel like you can't come back from that, right, Sade? No, I think that was, that pretty much summed up the movie. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that was a good one, Sade. You got it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was good. I like that. Were you saving that all night? Mm-mm, mm-mm. Okay, you just it's spur of the moment. Just in that moment. I like it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the most shocking moment. The way the bitch fell from the elevator? <laughs> that was just stupid. The, I can't believe I just saw that moment? The way the bitch <laughs> fell from the elevator? Yes. The out-of-this-world moment? The way that bitch fell from the elevator? <laughs> the moment that made you gag? The way that bitch fell from the elevator? Oh, Yes. Okay. All those things are all, 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 all those are things. The best uses of usage of a cheesy special effect? The way that bitch <laughs> fell from the elevator? <laughs> the worst usage of a cheesy special effect? The way that bitch <laughs> fell from the elevator? <laughs> the what the fuck am I watching moment? The way that bitch <laughs> fell from the elevator? No, when when she should have fell from the elevator. <laughs> okay. Oh, when she gave up. When yes. she gave up, she just laying down all sideways. Yeah. <laughs> she just slid back on in. It was good. Yes, yes, yes. Um, the That's So Retro moments. The elevator. The yeah, elevator. Like, cause they don't even have, it wasn't even a dumb waiter. It was like a whole elevator. A it whole was like a whole elevator. elevator. Yes. Buttons, emergency buttons, like fire department come through. Button. It's got a weight limit. Like, damn, it's a whole elevator. Yes. And Sade, the how many more minutes are left moment. When I had to rewind the movie to see if they were mother and son or a couple. Oh. <laughs> I had to rewind twice. Oh. To try and figure it out. So that was problematic in Oedipusy from the beginning for me, and I was not invested. All right. Okay. So the beginning. But you're my stepsister. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> that's just so creepy, yo. Like, and I go down rabbit holes. Um, that's not sexy. That's a whole genre. I'm just saying. It is a whole genre. But you're my stepmother. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So, uh, a fun little fact before we start handing out awards. Um, so, this is the first of two films in a row that Olivia de Havilland stepped into a role originally announced for Joan Crawford. So originally, Joan Crawford was supposed to star as the lady in the cage. There would have been so much more drama. She's so much better. So much more drama. And, if you can believe it, our girl from Bewitched, Elizabeth Montgomery, was also sought for the lead role. Oh, wow. That would have been a whole different movie as well with Elizabeth Montgomery. Might have been even been a better movie, I'm just saying. Right, that's a smart decision made. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. After that, Rosalind Russell was offered the part, but she turned it down. And then Olivia de Havilland um, 
ended up uh, being announced as a star. She got paid 300k for it. And she praised uh, James Caan for, for his talent. Uh, the other movie, for those out there who are curious, that uh, Olivia replaced Joan in was Hush Hush Sweet Charlotte, which we saw here on Summer Camp. Yes, uh, James Caan modeled his performance after Marlon Brando in A Streetcar Named Desire. You all can decide if he did a good job as far as that. Yes. Uh, Joan Crawford said that she could not do Lady in a Cage because she just couldn't fit it into her schedule. Lies. Good for her. Okay, okay, good for her. Yes. All right. So, now it's time to rate this film. Mm. One to send marshmallow scale. Y'all know what to do with the marshmallows. Everyone's really excited. Everyone's got their <laughs> bag of marshmallows ready to throw. Legionnaire. Legionnaire, you are sensible. You are a straight shooter. You're reasonable. How many marshmallows? Um, I will give this five marshmallows for Randall's hairy chest. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. And that is it. Okay. All right. Parker? Ooh, I'm going to give this movie four marshmallows shaped like uh, electrical boxes. Um, this movie was just reckless, y'all. It was it was reckless. Reckless. <laughs> so, reckless. Is, um, I watched it, and I felt like, <laughs> I just felt like, you know, a part of me was just, again, Stuck in that elevator? Going, it was stuck in the elevator going down the drain. Like, if you've ever seen the movie where someone's stuck in an elevator, that's like a million of them, and someone's trying to kill them because they stuck in the elevator, that was me. I'm in that elevator, and someone is trying to kill me. Parker, you didn't even say the gem that you said um, during the pre-show with us. You called this Home Alone. That wasn't me. Oh, that wasn't you? Who called it Home Alone? That was you. That was actually you. No, I didn't call (laughs) it Home Alone. me. Y'all crazy. It was Home Home Alone, and that's what I told Deidre. Oh, that was Sade who called it Home Alone. Home alone. alone with that's why I said that was like like what's it the three stooges like just like, yeah, stupid kind of running around in circles. All right. Yeah. Speaking of running it's around like, in circles, Sade, mm, it's your turn. Six gold cups. How six much? Eighty cup marshmallows. Um, you said is six. It better? Yeah, six. Okay, six yeah. gold cup marshmallows. The ones that Sade liked. Yeah, the little baby cups. Yeah. Yeah. Six of them. Um, it was it was entertaining enough because it's just like you're sitting there like like it's a movie you could yell at. Yes. And for that, I can give it six. It's not something I want to watch over and over, but when you watch it, you can yell at it a little bit because girl, Wait, bitch, what you doing? Turn around and jump out 
Oh my God! Like you, there's, there's all kinds of commentary you can add, which makes things entertaining. If you drink before you watch this, like if you turn this on and drink wine, mm-hmm. turn down for a what? lot of it. You can you can you can get somewhere with this. You can entertain yourself. All right, all right, okay, okay. I am going to give it. I'm going to give it a five and a half. The movie felt longer than it was. But I will say this. Some of the performances were actually really good. Like, I liked James Caan's character. I thought um, Randall was interesting. Like, I thought, as as an actor, his character work was interesting. Y'all know I love my girl, Sade. She was everything. Um, but there were a lot of really lethargic moments in the film like it really did not pick up until about 45 damn minutes into it and by that point we've been stuck in the elevator with this bitch for like 30 minutes long time it was a long time like had the chaos happened a little sooner had there been maybe even more chaos um you know maybe that might have been interesting but you know i will still say this it 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 could be rewatchable for the yelling at the TV um, thing that Sade was saying. You know, especially if you're watching it with someone who hasn't seen it, because you're going to, like, maybe be more entertained by their reaction to it than what's on the screen. Maybe that might be kind of interesting. But uh, well, I forgot to mention, my five and a half marshmallows are shaped like Randall's head at the end of the movie. Hmm. Damn. It's got, like, is... a, it's got like a that... swoop. Squished. Yeah. The squish marshmallows aren't that bad. And on that note, it's time for everyone to report back to their cabins. Your bunk beds are waiting for you. Join us next time for a brand new installment of Summer Camp. Here's one of our campers on our PA system with a few announcements. Thank you for the intro, and sorry for the microphone feedback. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash pcrsummercamp. Follow Poppy Chula Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through iTunes. Just search for Poppy Chula Radio Summer Camp and subscribe. Back to you, camp counselors. Oh, not again. Sorry for the feedback. Thank you. My fellow camp counselors, please wish our campers and listeners... A good night, starting off with Sade. Night, job. Welcome back. Parker. <sighs> Again, y'all, just stay respected. Just. <laughs> I don't know who I'm going to tell to just stay respected. <laughs> oh, you know who you're going to say that to. I don't know. I don't know who I'm going to say it to. But that, that oh, I know who you're going to say it to. Just be careful so I don't disrespect you because it's the direction. That's how it feels. It's like, you know, just keep it together before it go left. 
Okay. <laughs> yes. It's an admonishment. It is definitely a warning. And our man from the future, Legionnaire. Good night, campers. Stay safe. Be well. Thanks for tuning in. Good night. Lights out. And stay safe.